How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another edition of the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about CrossFit. And if CrossFit is something that is for you or something that you might want to look into, I recently had the experience of being invited out to a local CrossFitting box by one of my coworkers. And we're going to talk a little bit about that experience and my experience with CrossFit in general. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into things. I got my start out into crossfitting, I want to say about maybe two or three years ago. Well, it might even be more than that now, now that I'm thinking back on it. But I started when I was living down in Southern California, and I was looking into doing something more than just cardio, more than just the the bench press, the bodybuilding workout that I was currently doing while living down there. And a coworker of mine, a different coworker, not the one who invited me out to CrossFit this this past week, but a different coworker while I was living down in Southern California gave me the invite to his CrossFitting box and told me that I should I should really consider doing that if I wanted to focus more on improving my squat and even getting into deadlifting. Now, where I'm currently staying, they don't do Olympic style lifting, or at least they don't have an Olympic lifting facility here. So a CrossFit box is pretty much your your closest option, I'd say, to to learning those those types of lifts. Now I did learn a lot and to sort of give an introduction as to what you can expect if if you haven't tried it out before when you first get involved with crossfit you have to go through at least the box that i was with you have to go through what's called an elements program or just a beginners sort of we're going to teach you the movements we're going to show you some of the stretches and then you're going to you're going to be able to come to classes from there on so some of these movements that they teach you is your back squat. They teach you the deadlift, sort of the, just the basic using a PVC pipe, not even not even really using the bar yet, just so that the coach can gauge where you are physically with your your range of motion, because they do preach a deep squat, and they are good about maintaining your proper form while doing things like a like a deadlift. So. When I was first learning, my coach, he he got involved and sort of went through watching my movements and sort of telling me where I needed to improve, where I was stiff, if my ankles were too tight, if my range of motion was just total garbage. And yeah, I just sort of grew from that and... When partaking in the classes or when you're when you're doing the crossfitting classes, a lot of the times or one of the major selling points for me was the community. Now, if you're going to a commercial gym, chances are you're just going to go in, you're going to do your workout. Not a lot of people are going to approach you or say, hey, what's up? How are you doing? More often than not, 
People are in there that just want to get it in and get it done. And unless you know somebody ahead of time, they're not really there for the social aspect. Now, CrossFit, that's where it's different. They really preach or really do a lot in regards to the community. When I first joined up, everybody introduced themselves to me. People came up, they shook my hand, or they told me good morning. And it was just a really nice all-around experience right out of the gate. If you're if you're the type of person who is more of, I guess, a social butterfly or you 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 need that sort of communal or just that I don't know that that group type of working workout atmosphere. If you if you're that type of person, then I would definitely say that CrossFit is something that you should give at least give it a shot. So the crossfitting box that I went to recently was <coughs> excuse me. So the crossfitting box that I went to recently was a really good size. It was tucked away back in this I'd say shopping complex and it wasn't I had been there before like for sushi and for ice cream but I never really noticed that it was it was there. So it was pretty cool and everybody even at this crossfitting box they they were really good about introducing themselves and making me feel really comfortable. They the coach was asking me sort of what my I guess what my level was at and I was humble about it. I was honest. I said that you know I had been a very long time since I had last done any type of crossfitting exercise. So she made sure to tell me that, you know, you can take it easy. You don't have to go hard. Just go ahead and ease back into things. And the workout was, it was, it wasn't too bad for anybody who doesn't know the, the format or sort of the, the pace with any CrossFitting gym after you've gone through that introduction, introductory phase is you go in, you stretch and maybe it's a good 10 or 15 minutes of stretching just to just to warm up they might have you take a lap or get on the rower and just do a quick 250 meter row or a quick lap around the building and just to get the blood flowing and from there you get into your workout or sort of your i guess like your building set like what you're trying to improve upon and in this instance, we were doing the push press. So you take 60% of what your one rep max is. If you don't know what that is, you can easily download a calculator. There's apps out there that can calculate your one rep max. Or if you don't even know that, you can be humble and say, well, what can I do for five or what can I do for 10? And then you, it'll actually calculate what a one rep max is based on that number. So for my push press, I started at 95 pounds, and we were supposed to work up to a heavy set of three, five sets of three. And I think I ended at 155 pounds for a push press, which it's not too bad. I probably could have went for more, but again, it's it's been a while since I've done a push press. I usually do dumbbell shoulder presses or strict military presses, and... Yeah, push press is, is not really something that I do often in a commercial gym at least. So for CrossFit, they do a, they do some 
exercises that are different from your standard bodybuilding exercises. And I want to say they take maybe 20 or 30 minutes to do that. And it's, it's at your pace. They try to keep you moving. And from there, you get ready for the workout of the day, also known as the WOD or the WOD. And in today's workout, or not today's, but in the workout that we did when I had gone to that crossfitting box, it was actually really nice because it was it was not as difficult as I thought as I was expecting. More often than not, they'll write like, okay, do X amount of burpees, do X amount of meter rows, do X amount of weighted deadlifts, and then multiply that by six rounds. And there's no time limit. You just have to complete it all. So those can be pretty overwhelming for, for a beginner. But in this instance, we did Jackie, which these CrossFit workouts, they are, they have names. And it was a 14-minute time limit. It was a 1,000-meter row, 50 thrusters. For those of you who don't know, a thruster is a front squat that then moves seamlessly or supposed to be seamlessly into a push press. And this was done with just the 45-pound bar. And that was for the men and the women. Now, there weren't any women in the class except for the instructor, but 45-pound bar for either or. And then finishing up with 30 pull-ups. Now, these pull-ups don't have to be strict. They could have been kipping. I'm not going to lie. I did do kipping just to get through it. And in that 14-minute time frame, I was able to complete the row. I completed the thrusters. And I think I got 20 pull-ups. So I, I fell short of completing it all together. But in the end, I was pretty satisfied. I felt that my conditioning was better than I was expecting it to be because it's very cardio-intensive. By the time I reached the 500-meter mark on the row, I was sort of struggling for air at that time. I felt like I needed or my body needed more oxygen than I was able to give it. And though my muscles were able to continue to go, I found that I had to slow my pace and mentally just check and focus on my breathing, which was really distracting and kind of like humbling in a way as well. Like I needed to focus on more cardiovascular conditioning. And after completing the row, I felt good with with my pace. I wasn't last, but I wasn't first. And though it's not really a competition, kind of is. So I finished somewhere in the middle, but the thrusters is what threw me off. It just, I was done. I was able to complete 10 and then I was like five, then it was three, and I had to take a step back and then come back to it. And then I was just inching out two reps at a time until I hit 50. Again, struggling for air, like literally almost gasping and even more humbling <laughs> that I needed to really, really work on my cardiovascular if uh, if I'm going to continue with with any form of like intense training like this. So, and then from there, it just finished out with the, with the pull-ups, with the kipping pull-ups. And 
everybody, I think everybody had finished and I was still inching away at those pull-ups. But another really nice thing about CrossFit, like I said in the beginning, is the community. And there was one gentleman, he had finished, he was the first one done. And he came up to me while I was still going through my pull-ups, while I was still doing one, taking a step back, coming back to the bar, hopping back up there, kipping, getting another one. And he was just giving me that encouragement. He was right in my ear. He was like, hey, man, come on, let's let's get it. Take a step back, take a step forward, keep that pace, just get through it. Don't just stop because a lot of times we can stop and then we end up just standing there. We stand there and we kill time. Whereas when you get in that sort of rhythm of do one rep, take a step back and a breath, come back to it, do another rep. Don't just step back and then just wait. So that was really encouraging and that was really motivating. I think that if if a social type of class is something that you're looking for in a workout, then CrossFit is definitely it. I haven't had that same experience in like, say, spin. And I'm not going to lie, I have tried spin class. This was, again, in my earlier years of working out. I was more of a cardio bunny at the time before I even st- before I even set foot into a, the weight room. And I tried spin. I tried another gym class called body pump. Just all these different all these different sort of classes or group activities. And again, everybody's just to themselves there, which can be fine. I mean, if that's not your, your bag, if you're not looking to, to have a social sort of interaction while you're working out, then clearly it, it's not like it has to be that way. But it's the one thing that really stood out with CrossFit just the community itself. Everybody is encouraging. Everybody is very kind and and introducing themselves. So I just felt that it was all around a really great experience. Now, the class size in the morning, it was only five of us. I went before work and this was like a, gosh, like maybe a 5 a.m. class or something like that. And that's usually the time where there's not a lot of members. There's not a lot of people that go to that. So there were only five other, other people there. The class size when I was in Southern California was was very much the same. It was very small, very niche group. The sort of after work crowd, it could range from anybody, like quite literally a, a lot of people, like a full class of 15 or more or less. And... I felt that it was a really decent, it's a really decent size because you're able to get your workout in, you're able to have your space or the the space that you're looking for, that you're needing on the floor without just feeling kind of overcrowded. And I don't know, it was just, it was all around a really great experience. It's definitely something that I would recommend to anybody who, who's looking for something to do and maybe... Maybe going to the gym is a little bit too much for you in the sense that you might be slightly introverted and you, you just get a little nervous being in that kind of kind of environment. CrossFit can definitely encourage you and, and be more of an encouraging type of type of situation to be a part of because 
well, as I said before, everybody's very encouraging. Everybody's very welcoming. And they they do preach. I think they still do preach paleo, which is another like dietary type of thing that goes along with crossfitting. But even with that, it's you have a community of people who are trying to keep each other on on point with, I guess, their... I don't know, their diet and, and their lifting. Now, to get back to, to my first experience when living in Southern California with CrossFit, we kept a, a, like a handwritten journal of our lifts, which really got me to, to sort of keep with that over the years. I've always documented my lifts. I've always kept a, a book of some sort with my my PRs or my personal records or even my my reps and my sets to to keep organized and now I think that they have sort of like a computer system set up so you can go in and you can log into your account and you can check into the to the workout of the day and everything's all on the network now but I get I guess I'm just an old old school lifter now talking about back in my day I was I was filling out books and I was actually writing down with my hand my lifts but I guess I digress with that one <laughs> but I I mean Ventura or Southern California it was just it was all around a really great experience just doing the crossfit and and being a part of that community and and making those those progressional gains and it it helped me with my deadlift and it helped me with my back squat for sure. If if you were looking to improve upon those lifts and take that with you and that confidence with you to a commercial gym, I wholeheartedly endorse giving CrossFit a shot because if your coach is worth anything, they're going to they're going to help you with your form because that is the worst thing to do is and to see quite quite frankly is when you're in a public gym and you see somebody doing like say a quarter squat or just deadlifting and their back looks like they're arching just a ridiculous amount like they look like a raised cat or something like that and it can just be it can just provide like a feeling of more a more confident feeling when approaching the bar and doing a back squat when i'm when i'm squatting i don't feel any sort of doubt about my form i know that it's on point i know that what i'm doing that the movement i'm doing i know that my knees are tracking over my feet i know that my my hamstrings are are being loaded as i go into the descent and i know what to feel for now i also do set up a camera to to sort of look back on my lifts and see how I did and where where I'm at with my progress. I know that if my my form looks like it's beginning to break down or it feels like it's beginning to break down, I do make note of that and I don't make any more weight progress on the bar. I usually hold up and hang back and try to hit that weight again the following week, but for the most part, even when deadlifting, just knowing how to prime your hamstrings and drive through your heels. And once you get that bar past your knees, you really activate your glutes. I mean, your whole body should be charged to begin with, but just knowing those like 
those thinking points. And when I look back at the video, I, I know what's going on in my head and I, I can judge and I can determine if I'm performing this lift properly, I guess, just based on the, um, based on the training and education that I received while doing CrossFit. CrossFit pricing, however, it's not cheap. Um, yeah, <laughs> just a, just a plain and simple. It's usually you pay for, gosh, maybe like two classes and it can cost you like 150, maybe $175 just for two classes per week. A commercial gym, I think they can go as low as like $19 a month or $9.99 if it's like Planet Fitness. So again, you're paying for the community, you're paying for some education, you're having somebody who's watching you, who knows what they're looking for. Even when I squat or when I deadlift at the gym, I have my camera set up so that I can watch my form later. You you never know if your gym partner, like what they're looking for. And if you don't have a gym partner, well, how do you know you're performing the lift properly? You can cause a lot of damage to yourself just by performing lifts improperly and feeling like you're doing it right and adding more weight to the bar over time. Next thing you know, you're you're squatting like 315 with like bogus form. Your knee might cave and now you're going to tear your ACL. It's just you got to remain humble in some regards and you have to educate yourself when it comes to to lifting in general. So again, like the experience all around, I I felt it was really positive. I enjoy the competitive side of it. I was never really one for physical competition, but sort of independent competition. And CrossFit is definitely one of those that it's very physically demanding as well as competitive, but it's not like like football or like, I don't know, UFC, mixed martial arts. It's not just this, how fit are you compared to the other guy hand to hand? So CrossFit, again, I give it a thumbs up. I say that if you are having trouble getting off the couch and you want to try something and the gym just isn't doing it for you, give it a go. I mean, try any, try anything, really. Try boot camps. Try the classes that they offer at your at your local gym. There's just there's a number of things that you can do and that you can try that are much different than just being a bro in the gym, doing bench press, doing squats, doing curls. There's so many other things. Even going for a hike, I encourage all forms of of exercise, biking. Maybe rollerblading. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's your thing. That's good cardio. I mean, it's got sort of a bad rap over the years, but again, I digress. So with that, I, that was my experience with CrossFitting. And yeah, I, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. To give a little bit of a fitness update with this podcast, we're going to go ahead and cut to a song right now. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about my fitness 
and how that's been going lately. So I'll see you guys after. Welcome back, you guys. So as I stated before, this is going to be a little bit of a fitness update as to where I currently stand with my back and my bicep work. Now, back and bicep, we're still in season two of my weightlifting programming, and I'm starting with the lap pull down for three sets of 10. I'm currently at 195 or pulling down 195 pounds on the lap pull down. It feels, it feels pretty good. I'm really getting a lot of engagement in my back when I'm doing that exercise. I think I found sort of the, you know, this bed's too firm, this bed's too soft, this one's just right. I think I found the right machine for activating my lats while doing a lat pull down. 195 pounds for three sets of 10, successful. I'm still moving up. I haven't hit a wall just yet. However, it is the first workout of the day. So really it depends on my sleep or my energy levels how that how that lift is going to go i am for all like just transparency purposes i am using straps when i'm doing that i use my hands for work so i don't want to i don't want to fatigue my grip in the gym i would rather just use straps and say that you know i could probably do it without but why why get my hands tired when I'm going to be using my hands at work. So from there, I moved to the ISO lat row. And this one's been okay. I I think I might cross this out when it comes to season three of my lifting. 
And the reason for that is just overall engagement of my back. I feel that that seat, though it's adjustable in the vertical position, it has to be like right on point in order for me to feel it where it needs to be felt in my back. So I'm doing three sets of 10 of that, two 45-pound plates and two 10-pound plates on each side. Again, it's an ISO machine, so one arm can, can perform the work or you can do two arms at the same time. From there, I started a dumbbell row. I did it this last time. I'm not gonna incorporate it anymore. I did it because I saw a video on YouTube about dumbbell row and maybe your feet position and engaging your back just a little bit more. And I tried it, but without a weight belt, I feel like it's too much unnecessary stress on my lower back while performing a dumbbell row. I use the 80 pound dumbbells, three sets of 10. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep up with that. I'm just gonna go back to another rowing machine. After that, it was a dumbbell curl, three sets of 10, and then one AMRAP or as many reps as possible. I did move up from last week. Last week I was curling 35 pounds. This week it's 40 and yeah, I kind of struggled. I was able to get 10 on the first set and then seven and then six. And it was just like, no. So I'll be staying at 40 for a while. It might be two weeks. It might be three weeks. Who knows? But I'll be at 40 for a little bit. After that, my AMRAP or as many reps as possible, I was able to do 10 with the 30-pound dumbbell. So again, it was more just like a pump type thing. Not really 10 or more is fine by me. So after that, I moved to the preacher curl. I've been doing the preacher curl machine, and I was doing single arm preacher curls, but I was just stuck at like 30 pounds. So now I'm doing the preacher curl with two arms, and it's three sets of 10. I had it on the 80 pound plate or the 80 pound stack or something like that. And it felt really good. I felt like I got a really good pump, but again, I successfully did 10 the first set, then seven, then six, and I'll be at 80 for a couple of weeks. That's It's humbling, but yeah, <laughs> I'll be there for a little bit. After that, I went to the cable ISO lat pull down. Now this one, I, I guess I have to explain it because that's the way that I wrote it down or I, that was my description for that exercise. But what it is, is I take the sort of like a, I, I think it's like the single hand sort of adapter or apparatus when doing like a cable row and I'll put it on the, on the, on the cable machine and then I'll sit where you typically do like a wide grip cable row and I'll just do it with a single arm. And I was at the 80 pound plate or the 80 pound stack and I did three sets of 10. I feel really like a really good stretch in my lat when I'm doing this, but it's another one that's probably gonna be on the chopping block and I'm not gonna continue with it. The only reason that I did it was to save time from going into the weight room, out of the weight room, to the cables, and then back into the weight room for the for the ISO machine. But yeah, I'm just gonna go back to the ISO machine because I feel it, I feel it a lot better with that. Then from there, I moved to the stiff lat pull down. This one, it, it's really good. I love finishing my workouts with this. 
I did three sets, or I was supposed to do three sets of 10. However, I ended up just doing two. And the reason for this was that I was really sluggish that day. I was supposed to get my workout done in like 50 minutes. It took me like an hour 10, and I still wanted to finish up my cardio. I only got like 15 minutes of cardio in, supposed to do 30, but I mean, it happens, you know? We don't all have these days where we're just 100%. I've been trying a new pre-workout. I'll probably talk about that in another podcast. I haven't had enough of them to give a, a proper review, but... I mean, that's my update on my back and biceps. I'm still making progress. I'm feeling it a lot more. Like, I feel like my upper back and my lower back and my lats are just really feeling a lot more engaged during these movements. And all around, it just feels like a really great workout. So we'll just keep on trucking and we'll keep on moving up and lifting more weight. But... Again, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We're actually trying something new, and we're streaming live on Twitch. Now, there was one viewer. going to keep it real. but And no chat engagement. That's fine. You know, maybe next time. But, yeah, now I have video to put on YouTube. I have, I don't know, just something to put out there. So, again, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. If you are catching this on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment in the comment section down below. Subscribe if you're enjoying some of the things that I'm talking about. If you're listening to me on iTunes, feel free to leave a five-star review. If you're catching me on any other podcast hosting or service or wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to give me a positive review or any type of feedback or rating. And as always, you can follow me on my Instagram. It is at Ramon underscore Campamore. That is C-A-M-P-O-A-M-O-R. You can slide in the DMs, shoot me any comments, any questions that you guys might have, or even topic suggestions. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So until the next one, I'll see you guys later. Later.